Hello, this is Kenya Podcast Preacher, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Developing Mission, Purpose, Goals for a Christian Walk. This is a multi-episode series in which this is episode one of six. Sometimes I get so excited to get into a message that I forget to hang up the target before shooting. So let's hang it. Why a message on mission, purpose, goals for a Christian walk, for your Christian walk? Why should you spend the extra time in your very all-consuming life to plan out what you think God is calling you to do in the short amount of time you have on earth? Do you know your talents and strengths that God has given you to carry out his plan for your life that you will use to complete his will with? Do you understand how your personality affects your daily interactions with others? And how you can use that to move forward in the will of God. Do you have the gift of healing, prophecy, signs, wonders, miracles? You have been created for a purpose. And God would not place you on this rock ill-equipped. I have seen way too many people, that is Christians, trying to cut wood before putting on the chain. Your chain is a special way that God has put you together. You know that the Bible states to take time to sharpen your saw, right? Ecclesiastes 10.10, if the axe is dull and one does not sharpen the edge, then you must use more strength, but wisdom brings success. So, in other words, it's wise to know how you're put together. But if you don't even know that you have an axe, the make, brand, model, then how can you sharpen anything? If you don't know what your natural God-given talents are, how can you develop them into strengths? Michael Jordan had the gift of basketball on his life. But if he didn't know it, he would have went into baseball and stayed there, which he did do later in life. He was a great basketball player, but he wasn't that great of a baseball player. And furthermore, if he did not develop the basketball talent through endless hours of practice, it never would have become a strength. This process plays out every day on this rock. Heroes and idols exist because so few are operating at a level of excellence that they were called to operate at. For example, if you were unaware of your makeup and you find yourself performing at a C level in your job, then when you see someone else performing at an A level, you would be inclined to think that they were more gifted than you. And therein lies the error. You were also created to operate at an A level. In life, same as them. It's the same way in ministry, where you may have been put in a position that you are not wired to be in, and so it does not tap into your gifting. The result is seen throughout most of our churches today. Imagine, as I do every day, if churches would assess the church members before assigning them to a position. We would be placing people where God has equipped them to be. The Bible is full of examples where this happens. It also uses language that stipulates that not everyone has the same gifting. For example, in Ephesians 4.11, And he gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. So you see, you should spend well-invested time knowing how you are put together in order to seek first and serve in the kingdom of God in kingdom wisdom, Matthew 6.33. But seek first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Now I know that there are some who will say that you take life day by day, and that you walk in step with God due to your tight relationship with him, 
and some might say that this is all hubbub, because you are supposed to die to yourself and walk in the Spirit, so that you do not fulfill the lust of the flesh. But I have read about a handful of people who were so dialed into God and did in fact walk with God like Enoch walked with him. Genesis 5, 24. After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. I wonder if there's any significance in the fact that Enoch lived 365 years. And as you know, there are 365 days in a year. I know there's a hidden mystery in there. But let's move on. But God himself also has examples where he gave talents to men to carry out his work. This is all in another message, so I won't go any deeper than I already have. If you look at Exodus 35, you will see how God has equipped them for specific assignments. So how's that for a target? Let's shoot. In the following scriptures, we can get some help and encouragement regarding this message and its recommendations. Habakkuk 2, 2, 3. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end it will speak, and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. So look at the fat language of these two verses. Write, to document, by the way, they say you have a 70% greater chance of accomplishing something if you write it down. So write it down and increase your odds almost effortlessly. Vision, what you see in your mind and your heart. Make it plain. Use simple language or language you can understand. In other words, don't write it to impress others. He may run who reads it. The two words that stand out but cannot be separated one from the other. And that is to run and read. It should be written in such a way that when you read it, you want to run with every part of your being for God. It should line up with the heart of God. Then you won't struggle with running. The vision is yet for an appointed time. When you have learned what you needed to learn, when you have matured to the level of required maturity in order to carry out his purpose and the plan, when you have passed the test, when you have suffered to perfection, when tribulation is seen as an opportunity to grow, when you have learned patience and to wait on the Lord, then the appointed time will come, and you will know it. These messages I am writing come from my appointed time. It will speak. You may hear a whisper in your heart, Someone from another church address or ministry may walk up to you and share a message that you feel or they feel is from God. Test and know if it's from the Lord. Someone at a conference may say something or your boss at work, perhaps your sister. I had most of these things take place when I finally decided it was God speaking and launching me. It will not lie. There is wisdom in the multitude of counselors. Ask, test, pray. Observe if things are changing. If there is a contradiction, then do a test check. Be sure it's not the father of lies speaking, John 8, 4, 4. Though it tarries, DECOM defines tarry as to remain or stay, as in a place, to delay or to be tardy in acting, starting, coming, etc. Linger or loiter, to wait. Lacking patience is one of the most ridiculous things to do. And yet we all make rushed decisions sooner or later that we regret. It may have to do with knowing that our time on earth is short. So we want to get what we don't have before we get to going. 
Not sure, but spending some time learning this principle as it will save you all kinds of future regrets. And don't let anyone put you in a position that you know you are not ready for or that you are not wired for. Watch the traps of, oh, it's just until we get somebody else. The absence of desperation leads one to idleness. Wait for it. The Bible states in Psalms 27:14, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Because it will surely come, it will not tarry. I like it when the Bible appears to be contradicting itself. Because we know it is not, but that there is a treasure hidden at the bottom of the chest. And if we seek the revelation of the meeting, we find the gift. It is this case when it states that it will not tarry, right after it states that it will, or might. What it states is, though, it tarries, which could mean that it might. And if it does, then wait. And if we add the fact that it will come, then we see what I believe is the intent of this portion of Scripture, which is that if it tarries, wait until it shows up, period. No vision, no movie. No vision, no launching a ministry. No vision, not ready. Why should you write down anything about vision and purpose and goals? This is a pretty good reason. Habakkuk 2.14 For as the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. It's also found in Isaiah 11.9 We want to be a part of what God is doing, and He is the master of excellence, discipline, and purpose. Do what he does and you will get the results that he got. Ephesians 1, 17, 18 That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of his glory, of his inheritance in the saints. Well, that's it for today. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together, we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of light to shine into people's lives. Find a seat and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep water.